would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! <laughs> rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. Because they won a game, and they still will not be ranked again this season. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. How we doing today here on this rainy Thursday? It actually is a Thursday today. Kind of, wow, just trying to keep all these days straight mm-hmm. here this week. But it is a thirsty Thursday, and it was also a February 22nd, a 2024. But boy, oh boy, does it feel like March. Not just the temperatures, but, I mean, the basketball in the air. We had some major upsets uh, there in high school basketball last night in a boys regional play. So uh, we'll be a hit up on uh, that to come. Welcome into the starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And we're here until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. And we'll also run down the uh, sectional championships uh, that are on the line uh, tonight in a girls basketball as well. We have a three uh, area right here in FEM County. Uh, going for sectional titles tonight, and uh, that's Altamont, Effingham, and Teutopolis all in action tonight. And also, we like to keep our eye on Lincoln as well, so uh, we'll be hitting up on those and take a look at those uh, sectional uh, matchups tonight, including Altamont over on our sister station at mm-hmm. Jack FM uh, tonight for the sectional championship against Salt Fork. So uh, we'll be hitting up on that. <sighs> and yet again... Yep. We're talking about college basketball, and that means we're talking about the Illinois Fighting Illini. Last night was as bad as bad as it gets there last night, and yet another collapse by Illinois. And so we'll talk about it. We'll unpack it. We're all suffer together, and just when they get Eric hyped, they uh, show who they really are again. Yes. <laughs> Every time I start believing, Travis – they let me down. Let you down. Yeah, it was a major letdown. It'll be fun for a day in night. March. <laughs> uh, nothing will surprise me uh, anymore now. So uh, we'll hit up on that. We'll unpack that and get through it t- together. And we'll see whatever else we can come up with uh, here in the show. And I might have some baseball to talk about, some college football to talk about, because we have yet another uh, wrinkle of the uh, video game, uh, the details there. F- good news. Illinois is going to be in. Well, that's good. 
So we, we've opted in, and including Notre Dame is going to be in the game for that. sure. So uh, we'll be hitting up on that as well as the uh, NIL compensation. This is what it took all these years. This is what it takes uh, for us to uh, get a college game. So uh, we'll hit up on that probably in the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can find that podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and our website, fmradio.com, is a good location to uh, find that. And it's also a good location to uh, find uh, some previous games as well. We put those up on the website as well on our podcast feed there. So uh, go ahead and uh, check it out. And uh, we'll have a lot to unpack here on this uh, Thursday. So uh, let's get into it and let's unwrap it. And it's a, a segment we call First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And, of course, we're starting off in high school boys basketball there last night. And the regional that I was at will hit up on a first, but then we'll get into all of the upsets that happened around the area. Some major number one seeds going down there last night. But uh, no upsets here in the Altamont regional where I was at as uh, we covered the game on Jack FM for Altamont and mm-hmm. North Clay. And Altamont grinded out a victory as it was kind of ugly there in the early going for both teams. Turnovers plenty there in the opening quarter. Now Altamont had a 12 to five lead, but both teams were turning the ball over, and it was like six to three in the early going. And I bet both teams nearly had uh, that with the turnovers as well. But uh, Altamont did. Uh, end up having the 12 to 5 leave after one. They extended it a little bit in the second. And then, you know, North Clay was even with them there in the third, uh, but they uh, kept uh, grinding away and uh, they kept not going away. And I think they got it within a few possessions, maybe five or six points at one point, maybe even closer uh, than that there for the Cardinals. But uh, ultimately, uh, Altamont grinded away this win and uh, ended up coming out with a tough uh, victory and uh, survive in advance, I guess, uh, was the was the word. That's exactly what I was going to say, Travis. This is the time of year where you don't have to have the prettiest wins. You just got to have wins. Mm-hmm. And Altamont did that last night. It may not have been pretty. It may not have been a traditional Altamont basketball game that we you know are accustomed to seeing, but it's a win. Right, yeah, and also uh, Coach Nieberge, you mentioned maybe saving their best performance for uh, Friday and kind of get this game out of the way uh, here and just found a way to win uh, last night. Akita Miller did have another double-double. He had uh, 21 points, and I think uh, I saw uh, 18 rebounds potentially uh, there for uh, him. Uh, McManaway, he was in double figures as well. He had 10. Uh, Millville, he had a nine points, but it was just a tough shooting night all the way around. The three-pointers weren't falling uh, I think uh, KD may have made one. I know Yarhouse made one, uh, but uh, three-pointer there wasn't wasn't falling. Um, but uh, hey, you know, uh, again the offensive rebounds by uh, Miller uh, was there. They had some and ones with uh, McManaway. Didn't finish the and ones, but mm-hmm. uh, had those opportunities there. But um, you know, it was just uh, one of those games that you know you figure. Hey, these two teams have seen each other, comfortable with each other. 
uh, scouted very well. So uh, it was just one of those games last night. You knew going in what kind of game this was going to be. Like I said yesterday on the show, no surprises were coming. No one was going to be unprepared for these two teams. And, you know, tip your hat to North Clay. They came into, Um, obviously, a hostile environment, being as that it was at Altamont, and they put up a fight. Right, yeah, they they definitely did, and they 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 bring it. The coach Zinka and mm-hmm. the crew, he ended up with uh, fourteen. Uh, Byers was right there, uh, close to uh, double figures there, and it was a lot closer than the first matchup, and we knew it would be uh, there, even though Altamont they were without uh, Elam this time around, and uh, North Clay has uh, been out the last couple of games of Zimdars. Uh, there he had a little injury and keep him out for the rest of the basketball season towards the end of the year. He's going to be good to go for baseball though. But uh, so both of those two players were missing from the previous matchup, but uh, Altamata grinds it out there and wins number 21 on the uh, year. And uh, they waited to uh, find out their opponent in the uh, next game there as it was no upset here as it was the uh, three seed uh, Blueford Weber Winning against uh, Santa Oma Brownstown of the five seed, it was fifty-seven to forty-nine was the uh, final score uh, there, and this was a tough physical game. This one was uh, close there at halftime, and I mean, I guess it stayed a little bit uh, there in the second half as well. I mean, Weber only outscored them fifteen to fourteen in the third and nineteen to eighteen in uh, the uh, fourth quarter. They just kind of uh, increased that lead little by little uh, there, so. Uh, Weber has uh, an impressive record. I want to say they're like 28 and three or 29 and three now uh, on the season, and uh, they have a super sophomore that uh, everyone was kind of talking about uh, there uh, last night. Already has a thousand points wow. in his uh, career uh, there for the uh, Trojans, and it's Nathaniel Marlowe uh, there is the guy to look out for, uh, and he had a 30 points uh, last night, uh, French. Uh, with double figures as well. He had a 10 points as well. So uh, no upsets here. And uh, St. Elmo, they had a, a great season, but uh, their season comes to a close there. Uh, Atwood, he had 27 points, but the next closest person to double figures was Colin Maxey. He had eight points in the loss there. So it'll be, uh, uh, you know, Altamont not squaring off against an NTC team mm-hmm. for the third time. Uh, so uh, unfamiliar opponent this time around with a super sophomore dealing with on a Friday night for the championship. I look forward to that game, Travis. That looks like it could be a very interesting matchup. Like you said, finally having to face someone that you haven't seen yet this year, that you mm-hmm. haven't been prepared for, um, that should be should be a fun one. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to that one on a Friday. We'll have coverage for you uh, right here or over on Jack FM today. Uh, there so uh, we'll be there and uh, definitely look forward to uh, that matchup all right uh, elsewhere in the uh, area last night we had some major upsets that go down here as number one seeds so falling all over the place is this anarchy no this is just Illinois high school basketball the arch madness uh, March madness arch madness it's nuts as uh, in the Edwards County Regional, I actually couldn't believe this until I was scounging the Twitter feeds and uh, everywhere else. And it was uh, when I was told about this, Edwards County uh, won against uh, Dietrich 67-62. Uh, so it was a nine seed over the uh, one seed 
uh, Maroons there uh, last night as it was a four-point lead for Edwards County. After one quarter, Dietrich came back and only trailed by one point at the half. And uh, then uh, Edwards County won it in the fourth quarter, though. Outscored the Maroons there 24-18 to in the uh, final quarter. Uh, Gephardt gave it his best effort. He had 34 points. Wessendorf had 18 points. Uh, but that was kind of really it from the scoring department uh, there for the Maroons. Uh, Duncan had 22 for Edwards County, and Rhodes had a 21. Uh, but Edwards County pulling off a, a major upset mm-hmm. uh, there last night over the Maroons. Did not exp- no. I did not see that one coming. No, did not see that coming at all. Uh, although I did mention yesterday, Travis, you know, on this show, I said, hey, going to Albion County, playing that regional there in Albion County, um, you know, you never know what can happen when these teams are at home for their regionals. And I mentioned the long bus ride for Dietrich and how they would have to go travel quite a long ways to Ed- Edwards County and to Albion when mm-hmm. Albion didn't have to travel at all. Yeah. Maybe that was a factor a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, it was, uh, you know, Dietrich, great season. Yep. 24 and 7, uh, I think was their record they finished up with. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, disappointing that uh, definitely the uh, community there and uh, the team in general is uh, on the upswing there. And they only have a few seniors on the squad. I know uh, Gephardt is uh, going to be uh, graduating, but they also got that successful uh, junior high teams uh, coming up as well for the future there. But uh, So the future is bright uh, there for Dietrich, but uh, disappointing end to the season mm-hmm. uh, there. But uh, Edwards County on to uh, their regional championship game, and uh, they'll meet a Chrysler Rock Lutheran who uh, – Saw Red Hill. Red Hill couldn't quite pull off the upset uh, there again, uh, but uh, Chrysler Rock won 75-44 was the uh, final score there. Uh, we also had an upset in uh, 2A in uh, the uh, Vandalia Regional. As, uh, this one uh, shocked me, too, as uh, Robinson uh, defeated uh, the number one seed of Lawrenceville, 52-37 to was the uh, final score there. And uh, that... I've only saw Lawrenceville play one time, and I saw some highlights uh, elsewhere after the Altamont game, but uh, that one definitely was like, whoa, Lawrenceville going down. Didn't even win a game in the regionals, so that that surprised me too. Um, And then uh, Flora, team that took down Altamont. Yeah. Won against Fairfield, a 5 over a 4 in that regional. Mm-hmm. So 59-43, uh, the Wolves getting it done. So just what you expected. The six seed Robinson against the five seed Flora Absolutely for the regional is, championship Travis. in I Vandalia. I, I, I pictured that in. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what everyone was picking in mm-hmm. their bracket challenges. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, elsewhere, uh, well, we also did have an upset in a three A as well as another number one seed went down, uh, lost in the shuffle uh, there, but. Uh, I didn't see it until a little bit later on in the evening, but a Springfield Sacred Heart Griffin won over the number one seed Lincoln in the Springfield Lamphere Regional, fifty-seven to two hundred forty-eight. So, three number one seeds mm-hmm. going down from the area. Crazy last night. Crazy. So, just March Madness, baby. 
elsewhere in other regionals in the uh, Class 1A Oka Valley Regional. Uh, no upset here as uh, number one, St. Anthony, won against Nokomis, 45 to uh, 33, closer this time around. Mm-hmm. And uh, no 100 points for St. Anthony as well. Uh, West North and uh, Schmidt both had uh, 13 uh, points to lead the way for St. A. Uh, there over the Redskins. And in the uh, rubber match, it was Arcola winning against Oka Valley, 51-38. to uh, 38. So uh, Arcola on to the uh, regional championship game uh, there to take on uh, St. Anthony on uh, Friday night. Mm-hmm. So uh, they get bragging rights, Lincoln Prairie. Yep. They won uh, against the Timberwolves. They did. And, you know, I – Arcola gets the bragging rights, like you said, and I'm really looking forward to that St. Anthony-Arcola matchup on Friday night. Mm. I think those two teams match up very well against each other. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree. As uh, Arcola now a 25 and a 6, and uh, that's the first time that they've ever had 25 wins in a season since all the way back in the 60s uh, there. Uh, so the Purple Riders... Uh, led by uh, Tanner Thomas there. He had uh, 14 uh, points for the Purple Riders over Oka Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, elsewhere in uh, 1A in uh, the Casey Westfield Regional is the uh, two-seed of Tuscola over the uh, 12-seed of Martinsville, 63-18. to was the final. The three-seed of Casey won over the 13-seed of Chrisman. Almost 100 for the Warriors. 98-31 to was the uh, final. Uh, so Martinsville couldn't pull off another upset. Neither would Chrisman uh, there. Uh, so it'll be Tuscola and Casey matching up in the regional title game. Looking forward to that one as well. Oh yeah, it should be a heavyweight matchup yes. there. Yes. In a Tusk or in a Casey. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, another team playing at home in their regional. You mm-hmm. never know what can happen. Never know. Yeah. Uh, Salt Fork Regional. It was uh, Champagne St. Thomas Moore over Fisher, fifty-six thirty-three. And uh, Salt Fork over Armstrong, fifty to thirty-two. Uh, Class One A Argenta Regional semifinal was uh, the uh, two seed Argenta over Mount Pulaski, seventy-three of forty, and it was a five over four here. Decatur Saint Teresa over the four seed Georgetown, fifty-five to a twenty-seven. There in a two A Newton Regional semi, it, it was uh, the two seed Topolis winning against Marshall, fifty-nine to a thirty-seven. As looks like Custer led the way for the uh, shoes. He had a 15, and a Gaddis had 11. Uh, Joey Niebergi and a Kramer right behind uh, them with eight points apiece there. Uh, shoes got out to a pretty good start there. They outscored them 22 to seven uh, there in the opening quarter, and they just kind of rode that there to the uh, win. And uh, they will meet the host Newton Eagles in the uh, regional championship on Friday. Uh, Newton took down the 12 seed OPH, 91 to 59. Yeah, it's the final there. OPH's run ended. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I thought that they got a little closer at halftime. I thought maybe, but 21 points, 27 points in the third and fourth yeah. for uh, Newton uh, there. And Parker Wolf was just too much. 41 he dropped mm-hmm. last night, and uh, Gear also had 17. Nichols had a 13. In the win there, uh, OPH did have uh, three players in uh, double figures there. Lewis had 15, a blank had 14, Lawyer had a 10. But uh, Newton marches on, meets the Topolis there in the championship. 
Also in a 2A in the Monticello Regional is Tolona Unity over Monticello, 57-41. And Warrensburg-Latham, one over Morrow Forsyth, 67-50. St. Joe Ogden Regional is St. Joe Ogden. Or I didn't have any scores for that one. Uh, Roxana Regional, so never mind. Uh, Roxana Regional, Alt Marquette, one over Staunton, 55-32. And Roxana, one over Piasaw, 50-37 was the final. I got St. Joe Ogden over Sullivan. And Shelbyville over 50 in Oakwood. Okay, thank you. 59-25 uh, St. Joe Ogden over Sullivan and 57-56 Shelbyville over 50 in Oakwood. Hmm, so, According uh, to IHSA, which they're right half the time. I think that's in the postseason. Yeah, they're pretty good in the postseason. I'll give them a benefit of the doubt. Uh, North Mac Regional is the number one seed Auburn over North Mac, 59-42. And uh, Greenville went over Litchfield, 38-28. Uh, Stanford Olympia Regional, it was a Peoria Manual over Bloomington Central Catholic, 83-58. And Clinton over Downs Tri-Valley, 56-50. Charleston Regional, we had the uh, two-seed of Mount Vernon over Charleston, 64-45. And the uh, three-seed Olney won over Mattoon in a last-second thriller. I thought Mattoon, they were looking for a potential upset of their eyes. Well, they had free throws. They ended up tying the game, but Ian Winkler... A real deal for Olney as he makes a deep three-pointer to win the game at the buzzer, 59-56 for Olney there last mm. night. Mm-mm-mm. Thought Mattoon was going to do it, but uh, Ian Winkler. Did just enough. Oh, yeah. Like I said, real deal uh, there for uh, the Olney Tigers uh, there last night with that uh, awesome buzzer beater. Uh, there, um, I didn't see how many points he had, uh, there, uh, last night, but, uh, got the game winner against the Green Wave. Uh, Chatham Glenwood Regional saw Chatham Glenwood over Taylorville, 52-31, Rochester over Jacksonville, 58-47, Marion Regional was Centralia over Carbondale, 50-35, Marion over Heron, 41-35, the Danville Regional was Mount Zion over Danville, 70-50, Champaign Central was uh, over Urbana, 68-55. Decatur-Eisenhower Regional was Decatur-MacArthur over Decatur-Eisenhower, 67-56. Champaign Centennial winning against Muhammad Seymour, 66-26. And that Springfield-Lamphere Regional, that Sacred Heart Griffin went over Lincoln. And then Springfield-Lamphere went over Springfield Southeast, 53-31 was the final. So... Uh, upsets a plenty last night there in the regional semifinals. So uh, we'll talk about those regional championships in more length on tomorrow's program uh, to set up uh, Friday's showdowns there. Mm-hmm. And see we'll go to sectionals next week. Speaking of uh, sectionals, that's what we're talking about uh, coming up next. We got girls basketball sectionals on a deck, sectional championships on the line, spots in the Elite Eight on the line tonight and we'll take a look at those matchups coming up next here on the star lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back imagine the possibilities with the topless state bank this is justin daters if you're buying a home see us to get pre-qualified when you're pre-qualified the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands if you're building a new home We'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. And Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. 
This is Lucas Kroening with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Every 40 seconds, a child is reported missing. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping find missing kids. You can be a part of their mission by donating your unwanted car. Call 1-800-294-0222. You'll receive the maximum tax deduction and we provide fast, free pickup. Call 1-800-294-0222. Donate your unwanted or unused car. Call 1-800-294-0222. This advertisement was paid for in partnership with Cars R Us and Find the Children. To avoid digital threats, turn on NordVPN. It's trusted by millions of users. Just visit NordVPN.com. One of the fastest VPNs on Earth will block web trackers, malicious websites, and malware-ridden downloads. It will also encrypt your Internet traffic while maintaining a smooth connection. So improve your digital privacy and protection against hackers with one simple click. Get the special deal at NordVPN.com and enjoy safer Internet daily. NordVPN. Cybersecurity built for every day. And now, Eric Fry, Sports Center update. Former Indianapolis Colts linebacker Gary Brackett, the owner of the Stacked Pickle Sports Bar chain, has filed for bankruptcy protection. In the filing, all 10 of uh, Brackett's Stacked Pickle locations in Indiana and Ohio were forced to close after the pandemic. Brackett played for the Colts for his entire pro career from 2003 to 2011. He helped the team win Super Bowl 41 against the Chicago Bears. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup, starting off with the Stacked Pickle. The Stacked Pickle. How about yes. that? I've not been there. And I can't I, I can't go now. Have not heard of it, yeah. I, mean, I guess well, we can't go now. Nope, you'll never find out about we'll it. You'll never know. On 98.9 The Game. To the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, sectional championships. Just to recap of the uh, regional semifinals there. Let's take a look at uh, the uh, matchups for the uh, sectional championships tonight in uh, girls uh, basketball. And we'll start off there in 1A as the uh, game that uh, will be covered over on Jack FM. That's where I'll be uh, tonight in Mawequa. They're at Central A&M High School. The uh, two-seed Altamont coming in at 25-6. and a six. They're squaring off as uh, they come in at 28-5 and five on uh, the uh, season. 
Altamonte does have one a sectional championship, uh, two of their name in school history, all the way back in 1980, 1981. Uh, there was that year, and they took that all the way to state there that year. And the last time they made a sectional championship appearance was in uh, 2020, and they lost to uh, Tri-County uh, there. And I know that it is still talked about in Illinois lore about that James Augustine game, national championship game. And I think that I'm still talking about Altamont's that championship loss there. It was the Allison Hardick game. Uh, she got in a foul trouble there, three early fouls, and changed the game completely there. And also uh, Barry, they had a Barry, Tri-County did, and Dudley, mm-hmm. that's when the, they were there. Uh, so uh, give me some flashbacks uh, there. And uh, Salt Fork, they also have one uh, sectional championship to their name, and that was also back in uh, 2020. And uh, they lost in a super sectionals uh, that year. Uh, and that's going down at a 6 o'clock will be the tip-off there in Muwekwa and hopefully see a large contingent on both sides, large contingent. I know there's a fan bus going for Altamont, and they got a good thing going on right now with the weather and the storm today, and it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. They broke out the rain jackets for the storm for Salt Fork, and it's raining outside. Uh, it is. So they, mm. they're prepared. They're prepared. I like that. The students in uh, the Altamont community is prepared uh, there. Hopefully uh, we see a large contingent for the tribe tonight and support the girls. If not, it's on a Jack FM uh, tonight. Uh, in the uh, Newton sectional championship uh, tonight, you got the uh, three seed at Totopolis as they beat Maroa the other night. They're 21-11 and 11 on the year. And uh, no, uh, famili- they are familiar. No strangers. That's what I was looking for to a sectional championship appearances. Uh, T-Town has 26 sectional championships in uh, girls' basketball history. Their last one was in uh, 2020, and uh, they lost in the uh, super sectionals that year to uh, Carterville a few years ago. And over on the other side, uh, Robinson, uh, they come in as a one seed, and they're 26-5 on the season. And uh, according to the IHSA records, the uh, win the other night against Paris was the first sectional win uh, for them in uh, school history Wow! Uh, in girls' basketball. So they've never won a sectional championship uh, there for the Maroons. That's kind of shocking. Going for history. Yeah. I mean, they only have five regional titles. Hmm. That's it. Hmm. Well, now six, I guess, with the, the one this year. But, Yeah. That's what they got. So you got one team that's 26 and another one that's never won a sectional title. Wow. That's a 7 o'clock tonight in uh, Newton. Uh, and in the uh, 3A FEM sectional championship right here in uh, town, uh, we got uh, the number one seed Highland. Uh, they come in at 24-10 and 10 on uh, the uh, season, and uh, they're going for a back-to-back sectional championships. They got five to their name, including last year. And Highland lost to Lincoln in the Super Sectionals uh, last year. So uh, they're going to be going up against the Hearts tonight. And uh, FEM comes in at the two seed. They're 29-4 and on the year for Coach Schaefer and the crew. Uh, FEM has three uh, sectional championships in school history. The last one was in 2019. And uh, then they lost to uh, Sacred Heart Griffin in the Supers uh, that year. So uh, you got Altamont, T-Town. Effingham, all Effingham County going for sectional championships uh, tonight 
both of those uh, T-Town game and FEM game will start at 7 o'clock tonight. So hopefully we can bring back lots of sectional championships, lots of hardware. Well, I guess FEM wouldn't be bringing it back. It would stay right here here, in town. But uh, they would – hopefully FEM County represents well tonight in the sectional championships uh, there. What we can hope for, Travis. And also we keep an eye on in the East Peoria sectional championship, Lincoln uh, 34-0 on the season. They have five sectional championships, including last year. And, of course, last year they only lost one game, and that was in the championship to Nazareth Academy. So Lincoln trying to get back there a couple of steps away. And they'll be taking on Morton. And uh, they also have some very good history in girls basketball as Morton this year is 26 and 5 they have nine sectional championships to their name including a couple of years ago the last time they did it and in 2022 they ended up finishing in third place that year and they have eight state uh, qualifying appearances in school history for Morton they have two four place finishes a third place finish one second place and four state championships uh, there including uh, the last one in 2019 there for the uh, Potters. So Lincoln versus Morton tonight for the sectional championship in East Peoria. Mm. There tonight going down. Uh, also wanted to uh, mention that the uh, winner of the uh, Altamont and Salt Fork game will go to the uh, Farmer City Blue Ridge Super Sectional mm-hmm. to take on either Gibson City, Melvin, Melvin Shibley, or Cisna Park, the winner of the Colfax Ridgeview Sectional. Bet you didn't know this, Travis. Oh, you're going to drop a fact on me? I used to live in Cisna Park. Oh. I used to go to that school. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Eric's been everywhere. He's got family in I've every state. I've been everywhere, state. man. I've breathed the mountain air, man. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I, as many years as I've known Eric, I no idea. <laughs> you learn something new every day. That's right. Even about the people you see every day. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so we are looking down in the bottom half of that uh, bracket in 1A in the Nokomis sectional championship. Father McGivney is going up against the defending uh, 1A champion, Oakville. Uh, tonight and the winner will go to the Oakville Super Sectional to take on either Edwards County or Goreville. Uh, that is in the El Dorado Sectional Championship uh, tonight as well. Over in a 2A, uh, the winner of Totopolis and Robinson will advance to the Tolona UD Super Sectional to take on the winner of the Iroquois West Sectional, either Watsika or Patone uh, there in uh, that one. And also... Uh, the teams that beat uh, the teams in the South Central the other night, Pleasant Plains and Count Point Central, are going to go for a sectional championship in Beardstown. The winner of that will go on to take on the winner of the Nashville sectional in the Vandalia Super Sectional. It's either going to be Nashville or Breeze Central. Uh, they're going for a, a championship uh, tonight uh, there. And also the winner of the uh, uh, FEM Highland matchup will advance to the Highland Super Sectional on Monday. And they'll take on the winner of the Decatur-MacArthur sectional, either Quincy Notre Dame or Chatham-Glenwood there. And the winner of that Lincoln-Morton game will take on the winner of the uh, Sycamore sectional championship in the LaSalle-Peru super sectional, either Dixon or Maple Park there. So uh, we'll uh, see how those teams do uh, tonight in the sectional championships. So good luck to everyone yes uh tonight should be fun should be 
All right, so we move on, and we move on to something that wasn't very fun, and that was the Illini game last night. Let's rip this Band-Aid off. We say it all the time, but let's just go ahead and rip this one off. The sooner the better. The sooner we can move on and burn the tape, burn the uniforms, and never go back to this small rec center ever again. And we're talking about that coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Don't wait till spring. Clean up now at Rural King. Starting with this week's Rudy Specials. Tidy up with $1.50 off Tide Simply Clean and Fresh Laundry Detergent. Now $7.49. Fuel your day with $2.50 off Folgers Coffee. Now $7.49. And save $10 on all in-stock Rural King Select automotive batteries. Hurry. Price is good now through February 28th at your neighborhood Rural King or RuralKing.com. America's Farm and Home Store. Sadly, over 80% of the people who started a diet on January 1st have already quit. Hi, this is Zola from Plan Z Diet. Quit. The cravings are a big reason. They can't stand it. With Plan Z, you'll have our control spray on your side. It'll keep pounds peel off. You'll pass by the pizza and the The food is often another reason. If you're stuck making your meal and then a different one for your... It's no fun. With Plan Z, everyone can eat the same things. Can you say meatloaf, chili, and... Or you'll eat real food. You get to eat out, too. Other diets keep you at home microwaving frozen food. Hey, you have to exercise. I'll tell you that you don't... Bring it off. Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online to life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's checkethos.com. And now, Eric Price, Sports Center update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the week six win over the Texans and has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the you Sports know, Center read. What they, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division. Titans, Titans, Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues aim to avoid their third loss in a row when they host the New York Islanders at Enterprise Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 4-2 loss to the Maple Leafs on Monday. St. Louis tied for fourth in the Central Division with 60 points in a 29-24-2 record. Tonight's game starts at 7 o'clock. College basketball action from yesterday. Missouri State was crushed by Bradley, 86-62. SIU edged out Murray State, 72-68. Tonight, Lindenwood will host UT Martin. Southeast Missouri State welcomes Little Rock. Eastern Illinois will visit Tennessee State. SIU Edwardsville is at Tennessee Tech. And Western Illinois has a home game against Moorhead State. The Blackhawks have dropped 10 of their last 11 games following a 3-1 loss against the Flyers at the United Center. Blackhawks tied the game at 1 
in the middle of the first, but the Flyers scored twice in the second to take control of the game. Chicago's last in the Central Division with 33 points. They'll host Winnipeg tomorrow night. The Bulls tip off second half of the NBA season with a game against the Boston Celtics, the United Center tonight. Bulls are coming off a 108-105 loss against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Valentine's Day. Chicago's ninth in the Eastern Conference with a 26-29 record. The Bears' starting quarterback wants trade talks to stop. Justin Fields joined the St. Brown Brothers podcast and said he unfollowed the team on social media to keep football off his quote-unquote timeline in the offseason. However, Fields then followed Atlanta Falcons skill players Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and B. John Robinson on Tuesday. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports on the Reads. Just calm down. He just didn't want any drama in the offseason. Yeah, just taking a little break from the timeline. So calm down. It's okay. Don't overreact. He knows what's up. He wants to be in Chicago. I know he does. Problem is, the team doesn't (laughs) want him there for some odd reason. (sighs) So, everybody, calm down. Just go on a podcast. Go on a pill. It's like every day I learn that uh, these people have podcasts. I know. Uh, the Brown Brothers, yep. the what was it, Antonio Pierce on uh, with uh, Max Crosby apparently has a podcast as well, talking about the Mahomes rules. All these people I didn't know had podcasts, and they do. You can download ours, yes, of course. And yes, appreciate that on our website and podcasting platforms. So, uh, well, another thing that maybe we should uh, not panic about, but uh, the Illini. Ah, it happened again, as bad as it gets last night, as uh, they uh, fall once again, drop their fourth straight game to uh, Penn State here as they lost it there in the uh, final minutes as they squandered it away. What were they up? Seven, eight points, two minutes to go, and it all goes wrong there. And uh, free throws there at the uh, very end by Hicks. 90-89, a Penn State with the winner, Coleman Hawkins, there at the very end, missing the free throws at the line. It's been a strong point all season long for us, and misses those two crucial free throws, and then a foul that far away from the basket, deep three-pointer, and ends up going three for three at the line. Penn State win. Rush the floor, by the way. As they should. Against a 12-ranked team? It's still a top 15 win in the historic place. Yeah. But, Travis, I love I love how you called him out. Coleman Hawkins. You mean the guy who on his Instagram, oh, they got us playing here? Yeah. The guy who's been playing into the whole villain thing? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't get it done. Yep. Stop. Mm. Focus on basketball. Quit trying to be an media darling or drum up interest in you. Right. NBA teams are watching your play on the court and going, you're not an NBA talent. Now, the person beside you, Shannon Jr., I could see him being drafted Yeah. if off-the-court things weren't off-the-court things. Mm-hmm. But he's the only one who did anything for the Alana last night. 35 points. Damask had 15. No one else was in double figures, Travis. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I will say something. I know you're going to argue with me on this because that's what we do here on a sports show. I think the Illini played as a better team when Shannon Jr. was out. 
I think they played better team basketball when he wasn't there. Mm. I mean, because uh, he's been leading the team, but he's been leading the team in so many leaps and bounds higher than everyone else. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe uh, definitely uh, players were asked to do more things when he wasn't out there. And I think that was a good thing. Mm. Yeah, it's never – I won't necessarily agree with, with that of being a good thing. We need him out there, and we need what he brings. We do. So. Yes, I'm not saying that because last night would have been an absolute blowout if he <laughs> wasn't out there. But they need to learn to play as a team with him on the court. Yeah. And he needs to trust his teammates. Mm-hmm. You know, I, now part of his 35 points, Travis, was that he went to the free throw line 19 times. Mm-hmm. No one else on the Illini went to the free throw line more than three. Mm-hmm. So that tells me he's being aggressive, oh, getting yeah. to the basket, trying to. He always is. Yeah, and that's what we need. Mm-hmm. We need more from everyone else. Yeah. It's like it, everyone else is just standing around. All right, this is the Terrence Shannon Jr. show. Just let him go do it. And that's never yeah. been a line night. Even when we had great players like Io and Kofi, it wasn't just stand around and let them do something. It was always team basketball. And this yeah. year just doesn't feel like team basketball. Mm. Yeah, another thing that I'm not really worried about uh, offense, I'm completely worried about the defense. Oh, the end. defense is awful, Travis. 90 points given up to a Penn State there. Yeah. Uh, and Only forcing just, six turnovers, and you had 18 of your own? Yeah, I, th- I think 13 of those came in the second half alone. 11 steals from Penn State? I know early on the Penn State couldn't miss from the field, So, uh, but the only thing that people are going to talk about here today is the late collapse. Mm-hmm. You had this in the bag again. You know, yeah, we got out of – we got lucky uh, in the Nebraska game. Uh, this game should have never went to overtime, but it did. We collapsed against Michigan State, and we did it again. The last month, we've had this late collapses, and it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing will surprise me anymore. I know, Eric, we always bring about about March. March. Nothing will surprise me anymore. Like, if if they get knocked out in the first round, it wouldn't surprise me a damn bit yeah. with how they've performed the last month. They so, haven't played well. And late game situations you. keeps happening. Uh, no in-game adjustments as well. I know the Coach Underwood uh, haters will say that. I don't think it was a, a great coaching game last night either. And this whole entire season we've had yeah. sporadic of using the uh, bench yeah. and uh, whatnot. I mean, uh, I mean, he used the bench last night. He got minutes off the bench, but none of them contributed. Here and none there. of them did anything. I mean, yeah, it was inconsistent. They were just warm inconsistent bodies on the mention. floor. Inconsistent minutes, so I'm not surprised that nobody did anything. Travis, this is a Penn State team. You just gave up 90 points to to a team that in their last game against Nebraska put up 49. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gave up almost double the points that they scored in their last game against that Big Ten basketball powerhouse, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a major problem. Mm-hmm. And it starts – I mean, I, I don't even know where you start. I don't know – I don't know what the issue is. I don't know what is going on right now. But, again, 
I've said this all season long. Every time it feels like we start finding our groove, we drop a silly game we should win. Yeah. And this is not what you need. Again, you held your destiny in your hand. All you had to do was win out in the Big Ten, and you'd be Big Ten champs. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't do it because yeah. you had to stub your toe the first opportunity you got. Mm-hmm. The very first opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had it in our hands. but To 7-9 and nine in conference Penn State. Yeah. But we're going to go on social media and say, are we playing here? <laughs> yeah. Luckily, you don't play there very often because you get your butts kicked, apparently. Shrunk and a big, big moment there for sure. And uh, the crowd that did get in there to the rec center that they had uh, with the whiteout, mm-hmm. stormed the floor there and uh, got the win. It seems like always Penn State plays uh, the Illini uh, tough at home uh, there in the atmosphere. Uh, once again, mm-hmm. Illinois couldn't handle it late in the game. Nope. Mm. So Illinois try to bounce back and lose yet another game to Penn State on the road, and uh, they'll bounce back, try to anyways, on Saturday mm-hmm. back in Champaign against Iowa. So, yeah, that's the best thing. Don't have to sit on this for very long. Yep. One fifteen is the start time. Mm. Odd start time there. Very much so. So a twelve fifteen a pregame show start here um, on 98.9 or over on – it's 99 here. We switched yes. the Cardinals over yes. there. Yes, Cardinals are over there. But what I was going to say was the exact time for that. It will be um, 12 noon. 12 okay. noon start time. That's just the television broadcast. Yeah. yeah. And so. so you get an extra 15 minutes of coverage. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes of, of pregame for you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So. You really have them really talk about that loss. <laughs> Great. Just burn the tape. Burn those blue uniforms. We never play well in those. We should just wear orange all the time. Get rid of them. White and orange. Those are the only two uniforms we should wear. So, lose another one. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll take a look at the rest of uh, College of Basketball uh, there from uh, last night. And, uh, uh, hey, Kentucky went down. I do know that. A yep. couple of upsets uh, there. So yep. we'll hit up on that as well as the schedule for tonight to close out here the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather, heat power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, Fancy Bath Remodel has designed custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. 
A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. Right now and get 50% off installation with no interest in no months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. 800-717-4599. And now. So uh, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Who's the Super Bowl champ? I got the Bills and the Buccaneers, and I got until they knock them off. I got the Bucks again. They repeat as a champion. I think Josh Allen's great, but not good enough to beat the uh, supposed GOAT. The starting lineup. Well, Travis, I'm going to cheer you up. Are you ready? I got Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Only here on 98.9, we're just a, a smidge, a bit a longer. As uh, we'll take a look at the rest of college basketball uh, from uh, last night. Number seven, Marquette. They won over DePaul, 105 to uh, 71. No upset here with the Duke. They won against Miami, big time, 84 to 55. Was the uh, final. Alabama had to go to overtime to beat number 24, uh, Florida. It's 98 to a 93 in extra session. Uh, George Mason, uh, they pulled off the upset over number 16 at Dayton, 71 to 67. They did a little court storming of their own. Mm-hmm. They're beating number 16 at Dayton. LSU, also a, a winner in the last seconds against number 17 in Kentucky. They're at the buzzer, 75 to 74. And. Uh, rushed the floor there. I see uh, Angel Reese out there after the game, after taking down the Wildcats. Mm. I mean, it is being Kentucky, but mm-hmm. um, all these courts storming. Yeah, it's kind of getting a little <laughs> little too much for me. Uh, number 22 at Colorado State go down. And New Mexico wins this one, 68-66. Final, so upsets all over the place in high school basketball and in uh, college ranks as well. Uh, we also had one other game in the Big Ten uh, there as it was uh, Nebraska winning against Indiana there, 85-70. to a 70. So nice win there for Nebraska. Dominga, 20 points and just throwing up threes left and right. Just makes them. I don't know how he does it, but... He helped the Cornhuskers beat the Hoosiers there last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Action tonight in the uh, top 25. Uh, I know that uh, Purdue is in action as they're going to be hosting Rutgers. And they also have number 21, Washington State, at number 4, Arizona. That's it. That's all the action for tonight in the uh, top 25. But we do have some other games in the uh, Big Ten this evening. We got Ohio State against Minnesota and Michigan up against Northwestern uh, tonight as well. Northwestern, 11.5-point favorites. 
uh, there. So uh, Rutgers, can they pull off the upset? And number three, nah, Purdue? No, because it's at Purdue. Uh, Purdue only loses on the road. 14.5-point favorites are the Boilermakers. Mm, nah, I'm not touching that. Cover one. the spread? No. Mm. Staying away from that. Maybe a sneaky sneaky play, potentially. Yeah. I'll take a look at it. I don't believe in either of those teams enough. <laughs> Uh, and also uh, tonight I wanted to mention that the uh, NBA is back That's starting right. off the uh, second half. Got action all over the place. Bulls half of the season. Cling- clinging to playing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Knicks in 76ers too. Uh, I think only one game is on though. TNT, Lakers, Warriors. Mm-hmm. That's it in the second half. Oh, no, Suns and Mavericks. The game before that, I was like, surely they would have another game, which they do. Suns, Mavs. All right, uh, it's time to start watching the NBA again. That's all. It's on first take now with football yeah. uh, over with. Yep. So, <laughs> time to get interested in the NBA again. Goody, goody. So, uh, and it's close to March Madness for college basketball. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's that time of year. All right, uh, so we'll uh, continue more conversations in uh, the uh, podcast, including about that college football uh, video game, uh, the news that came out uh, there about the compensation. And so we'll hit up on that as well as some um, of the state in sports history yep. as well coming at you in uh, the uh, podcast as well. Uh, tune in tonight, sectional championship, Altamont versus Salt Fork over on uh, Jack FM, 6 o'clock tip. I'll talk to you then, and we'll talk to you in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Carlin versus Joe. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back. Welcome into the podcast. Overtime of the uh, starting lineup is what we call it. And it's Travis Sparks. Eric Fry still here with you. And we still got a few things uh, to uh, clean up from the uh, show. And we also got some of this date in sports history to get to as mm-hmm. well. Is there anything on Sports Center you wanted to talk about? Yeah, let's uh, go to Sports Center. Um, a lifelong Philadelphia 76ers fan is happy to be playing for his hometown team. Kyle Lowry told the media after his first official practice on Wednesday that it's a, quote, dream come true to play in front of his friends and family. Dream come true. Yep, he was bought out by the Hornets after he was traded from Miami in exchange for Terry Rozier. So. He says his job is to make sure dynamic guard Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey gets better. Mm. Julius Randle is improving with each passing day, so didn't rule out seizing end in surgery, but he's progressing. Didn't rule it out. Yes. So that's a thing. The college football playoff, Travis, could be expanded once again. The executive director, <laughs> Bill Hancock, told reporters that the idea of a 14-team field beginning in 2026 was considered during a meeting in Dallas on Wednesday. Let's just get to 32. Let's just do 32. <laughs> I know. Everybody gets in. It'll be the NCAA tournament. We'll start it, you know, the week of Thanksgiving, and we'll conclude it mid-January. We haven't yeah. even had a 12 team yet. Yep. And now they're talking about 14? Yep. 
Well, one person, Travis, oh, who man. is also talking about change is Nick Saban. He wants to see some changes around college football. The recent retired coaching legend emphasized on Wednesday that he's looking to use his voice to bring about some meaningful change. Saban said the current state of college football doesn't focus on the preparation of athletes for after college. He also said that he'd like to see any player compensation model that is created to be brought in-house at the various schools and taken away from donor-based collectives. The 72-year-old, of course, retired in January, is now an advisor to Alabama in addition to his role analyst for ESPN. Hmm. And one of the top high school basketball prospects in the country, Travis, has decided where he will play college ball. Five-star center Derek Queen announced his commitment to Maryland. Queen chose the Terrapins over other programs such as Indiana, Kansas, and Houston. The Baltimore native plays in Florida and is ESPN's 10th-ranked prospect in the 2024 class. Queen becomes Maryland's first five-star commit since 2018. Wow, five so stars. Look out for Derek Queen. Hmm. We'll have to face him in Big Ten play every year. No. Goody. Look Goody. forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as a center because goodness knows we have a lot of those around who can play defense. You know, yeah, we have that one uh, one kid from high school that I've seen. I hope so. Coming. Yeah. He's here. He's staying home here in Illinois. Yep. So that's all I got for Sports Center. But if you want to piggyback that into college football. Yeah, you know, uh, there was uh, the uh, college football game mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier that. Uh, Teams opting in to the game. Yep. And Illinois will be in if you're worried about mm-hmm. that. So we can take our dynasty to the 14 team, 16 yep. team playoff uh, for that. So looking forward to it. Uh, but uh, uh, today, that yep. uh, the it was, or maybe it was today or yesterday, today. Yeah. it was uh, announced that EA Sports are uh, finalizing uh, some. Uh, terms to get college football players to use their name, image, and likeness plan yep. uh, that they can uh, opt into as over 11,000 college football players yep. will yep. have the chance to get to opt in to the new game uh, there and get paid for it. Yep. Uh, the, all athletes who opt in to have their NIL appear will eventually, it says in this article, mm-hmm. will eventually receive $600 Plus a copy of the game. Yeah. That's valued at $70. Yep. Athletes would remain in the game for their entire careers, but could opt out of future editions if they choose. Athletes who remain in the game for multiple years will be paid annually, and players who transfer will continue to be compensated as long as they're on a roster. So what that means, obviously, is once the game comes out, they're not going to take someone out, but Mm -hmm. in future editions of the games, if they decide to opt out, they will not be in there. Yeah. Um, they said in order to arrive at the $600 payment, uh, they said EA Sports looks at deals completed by other sports titles, including Madden, the NHL, and the company's soccer uh, way. So uh, there will also be more than 100 additional NIL opportunities for athletes to work with EA. These could include social media posts, on-campus promotions, advertisements, or even being the game's cover athlete, Travis. Yeah, I was going to say. Just make a deal for it. I think they would hopefully have yep. some more compensation if they and cover. it might go further, Travis. As O'Brien said, EA Sports plans to pay athletes from other men's and women's college sports to promote the game. Maybe that means that there could be other games coming out at some point. Mm-hmm. So... 
Uh, they said that the vehicle is obviously a college football game, but we really want to celebrate the fact that we're back in college. Um, and that is EA mm-hmm. back in college. Uh, all 134 FBS schools have agreed to be in the game, including, as you said, Notre Dame. Um, there will be no FCS schools in the game at launch. So there is that. Mm-hmm. Um, athletes must have an official university email address to receive the opt-in notice. So if you don't have that official school email, you will not get it. If a player chooses to not be in the game, EA Sports will create a generic avatar based on the traditional strength or weakness of a position over the past decade for that school. So you better hope for Illinois' sake, Travis, that our quarterbacks opt in. Otherwise, I mean, tradition of the past 10 years, we're going to have a pretty weak starting quarterback class. Yeah. Ah, so. uh, man. If a uh, uh, player chooses not to be in the game, uh, EA Sports said uh, they'll create a generic avatar mm-hmm. like the old days yep. based on uh, the traditional strength and weaknesses of that position over the past decade, like you said, uh, to uh, make sure the program is still represents the integrity and strength of how that team plays and what that program has done over the past uh, recent history. Uh, gamers will be allowed to create their own players, but uh, Holt said that the game will not allow an opted-out player to be created and inserted into the game. And as he said, quote, I won't reveal how we're dealing with that, but yeah, you won't be able to edit that. So even he's saying you can't go into the creator roster and, you know, if you have, for example, Caleb Williams decides to opt out, not be in the game, but there is USC quarterback, you can't make his name Caleb Williams according to this. That's what I'm hearing. Hmm. Yeah. So you won't, because it says you won't be able to edit that. So um, you better hope your favorite college player opts in. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's 600 bucks and a free copy of the game. But Travis. We wondered, the, we wondered what this compensation would, uh, would look like. I mean, think about it. That is. Well, if eleven, if all eleven thousand right. uh, players opt in for six hundred dollars, just the six hundred dollars compensation, that's six point six million. Right, but what about the the game itself? Uh, the game typically says let's it's say valued it, at seventy. Yeah, let's say it retails at seventy. So you got eleven thousand times seventy, which would get you seven hundred and seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. Travis. They better be hoping that everybody and their brother wants to buy this game. Because if they have to hand out that much in free games, <laughs> they're going to lose money. Yeah, I don't think they're going to lose money. You don't think? No. A lot of people are going to buy this. But enough to make up? Do you think more than 11,000 people... And actually, it'd be more because, again, let's say. Uh, I mean, hold on. We're going to do math here. So we got our 11,000 people, potentially, who each get $600, like you said. That's $6.6 million. And then you add that to the $70 per game. Times eleven thousand. You're looking at seven point three seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. The game retails at seventy dollars. So we're going to divide that number by seventy. 
That would mean, Travis, 105,000 people would have to buy this game. Yeah. To break even. Do you think there are 105,000 people, not including the 11,000 college players, that are going to buy this game? Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. The game has been not been out for a decade. NCAA Football 14, Travis, when it came out, sold over a million copies. Yeah. Okay. 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 Here's what I'm going to say, though. They better show us more than what they've showed us yet, because we still have yet to see actual game footage. <laughs> yeah, right. We've yet to see that. We have. We haven't seen it. So. Hmm. We don't know what this is going to look like on the field. We've seen uh, renderings. That's not what I want to see, Travis. <laughs> I want to see gameplay. That's I want to got. see it. No. <sighs> they did announce, by the way, this is just today. This is today, Travis. They confirmed on X that all 132 FBS programs would be featured. They also said that ESPN's lead college football commentary team of Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet will be featured as commentators. ESPN studio host Kevin Connors confirmed his involvement on X as well. Along with college football studio and game analyst Jesse Palmer and college game day analyst David Pollock. So it looks like it's getting ESPN. Yeah. You know. Which I'm a fan of. Um, I also saw this uh, retweet from uh, someone that a couple more uh, details. Uh, real coaches won't be in the game, or at least for the first installment. Mm-hmm. NIL and Transfer Portal will be in the game. Uh, a couple other things that we've already mentioned. The game will be completely different than Madden, even though it's ran on the same performance system. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, the playoffs and realignment will be customizable. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But here's my thing, Travis. You you mentioned it. It's going to be completely different from Madden. That's what it said. Don't tell me, especially since the thing you said right before that, NIL deals will be will be there. So basically what you're saying is if you put in more money, I bet you can get a higher NIL in your game. I bet if you pay actual money – Microtransactions, Travis, just like Madden. <laughs> You'll be able to get more NIL money to spend on your whatever talent you want. I can see it now. Yeah. Mm. And if probably if, so. And if that transfers to online dynasties, which they haven't announced yet, I'm just thinking out loud here. If that transfers to online dynasty, you've killed it. Because then it's just pay to pay to play. And it's Whoever has the biggest budget will win. And it's not completely different than Madden. Nope. It's the exact same. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to me. I don't know if this will be a day one purchase for me, Travis. Might be a wait and see. Wait and see. Wait for reviews. Wait for videos. Yeah. Because especially 70 bucks, And they haven't yet announced what systems it's on, right? Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. So we don't know if it's just going to be a next-gen thing. 
Right. Well, then, then you're out. Then I'm out. Or either. Or I gotta get a new system. Or you gotta get an upgrade to a new system no, rather instead of to. go back. I just got the 360. <laughs> As I, I say, you went back. Football. That's right. I was craving some old school games, <laughs> and I got it for Christmas. Yeah. I'm getting ready to to try and find Travis MLB like 2K like seven or something. Hmm. Do some old school MLB action. Yeah, the last uh and what was that? MLB two K. Two K seven had Jeter on the front. That's what I'm looking at getting. I used to have that when I was a kid. I had this one, 2K8, with uh, Jose Reyes. Oh, yeah, that's I remember last, Jose Ramirez uh, on the front, yep. yep that's yep. the last one I got because, uh, well, it didn't work. Oh, well, that's a shame. So it, it froze every time I was going into a game. See, I actually got MLB Front Office Manager, and it won't let me play it. It keeps breaking on me. Hmm. But I want that, that one with Jeter on the front, Travis, because – uh, the Cubs roster that year. Uh, hold on, I gotta zoom in on the picture. Oh, it won't let me. Well, we were 66 and 96, even though we were fifth in overall rankings. Figure that one out. <laughs> Outfield of Matt Merton, Alfonso Soriano, and Jacques Jones. Jack. Around the horn, we got Ramirez, Is Torres, DeRosa, and Lee. Barrett as the catcher. So that's good stuff. Mm. I think it was 2K5 that I played a lot of. And pitching rotation of Zambrano, Pryor, Lily Hill, and Marquise. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. How about your Cardinals? Who did your Cardinals have that year, Travis? Let's see here. Bush World Series Duncan Edmonds Encarnacion in the outfield Roland Eckstein Terrio and Pujols Molina Of course is catcher And you got Carpenter Wells God Reyes Thompson And rookie Wainwright Mm Mm-hmm with Isringhausen as your closer. Ended up being good. Ended up being good. But that's that's the one I want to get. I'm looking for it. I haven't been able to find it yet. At least for a decent price. Searching for it. I'd take 2K6 too. But I don't think that's on 360. I wanted to have Nomar on the Cubs when the Cubs should have won the World Series that year. <laughs> Not the Bartman year, but the year. Noma. The year after that, yeah, Noma. I thought that was a great trade. In 2K6, Travis, our outfield was uh, Jerry Harrison Jr. How about that? Juan Jerry Pierre. Harrison. Jock Jones, Aramis, Sedano, Walker, Lee, Barrett. And then the pitching, Travis, that year. Pryor, Woods, Zambrano, Maddox, and Rush. Dempster as your closer. That should have been a good team, too. 
Mm. Anyways, we're we're but going down rabbit it holes here. Going down rabbit holes here. It wasn't. So, all right, I have the uh, stay in sports history, right? Yeah, one other thing that I wanted to, to uh, mention here in the uh, hockey world was uh, Austin Matthews uh, doing uh, some things last night that hasn't been done in 28 years. Oh, wow. Uh, he's already got uh, 50 goals this season. Uh, Austin Matthews, he scored 50, and then he also scored a 51 in his 54th game uh, last night with uh, Toronto winning over the uh, Coyotes 6-3. to three. Uh, But uh, that was the... Uh, fastest to uh, 50 goals since uh, Mary Lemieux did it in 95-96. And obviously the uh, fastest was Wayne Gretzky uh, mm-hmm. did it in his 50th – or got his 50th goal in his only 39th game in 81-82. Wow. For Edmonton, he would score 92 that season there. So uh, Austin Matthews, mm-hmm. 51 goals, 54th game. Hasn't done that quick since Mary Lemieux. Impressive. 20 years ago. And as you, if you can believe it, Travis, we will talk about that coming up tomorrow on this day in sports history. Really? Yeah, how about that? Yeah. I would have saved it for tomorrow then. That's okay. It was relevant today, Travis. It was, so. yeah. Uh, something else relevant today, Travis, and that is that the St. Louis Cardinals have announced that uh, you can start voting this Saturday for your Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. The 2024 Hall of Fame ballot nominees have been uh, announced as fan voting will begin this Saturday, February 24th. The four players are Steve Carlton, George George Hendricks, Matt Morris, and Edgar Renteria. Not a single new person. (laughs) After Freeze gave them the cold shoulder last year, they decided not to add anyone. Mm -hmm. Just go with the four players who who were there. (sighs) Well... Yep. We'll see who gets in. We'll see. And I I took this. This was a quote, Travis, in the press release that we we got from the Cardinals. And I don't know. I kind of took this as a subtle little shot. Are you ready? This is from Bill DeWitt Jr. Quote, the annual Hall of Fame induction process connects generations of Cardinal fans. I want to thank the Red Ribbon Committee for helping us navigate this process and for caring so much about Cardinal history. Caring about Cardinal history. But was that a dig at David Freeze? <laughs> Connecting communities and basically mm. because you you stood us up? I think you're reading too much into that. Okay, maybe I am. I don't think so. By the way, a full list of Hall, Hall of Famers can be found online. See, I That's thought... also where you can vote. So it's going to be Steve Carlton, who's been on the ballot for seven years, George Hendrick, who's been on the ballot for two years, Matt Morris on the ballot for nine years, or Edgar Renteria on the ballot for nine years. Hmm. A lot of people for a long time who haven't gotten in. Maybe they'll finally get their due. Does this feel like the sympathy year? <laughs> you have three three players that have been on here for five-plus years and not gotten in. Yeah, but I mean, what? They only select, like, one player. One player, yeah. So maybe a little bit, man, just because basically the same people from last year yeah. when Freeze was voted in and said thanks, but no thanks. Yep. So the last time you had a fan selection was 2022 when Matt Holiday made it in. Yeah. 
fan selections going back since 2014. Travis, you ready for this? Uh-huh. Jim Edmonds, yep. Willie McGee, Ted Simmons, Bob Forsh, Chris Carpenter, Joe Torrey, Mark McGuire, Tim McCarver, Vince Coleman, Ray Langford, Jason Isringhausen, Scott Rowland, Tom Herr, John Tudor, Keith Hernandez, and then Matt Holliday. Mm-hmm. Those are all of the, the fan selections. So we started off with two fan selections every year, and now we've gotten it down to just one. Yeah, I know. Because we have the red ribbon panel that get a <laughs> get a vote. And the organization selects a person as well. Red ribbon panel. Yep. Tom Ackerman's part of it, Travis. Mm. Yep. As well as Joe Torrey. <laughs> Brian Walton from the Cardinal Nation. Joe Torrey's probably on a bunch of committees. Tony LaRusso. Everywhere. So it was him. Yep. So wanted to bring that up because I just got that today. All right. This day in sports history. Well, and since you also mentioned the uh, Cardinals, I uh, saw that uh, Adam Wainwright announced something yesterday. Oh, did he? Yeah. What's that? He's going to be performing in a concert. Pretty famous stage. Oh, really? It's going to be on the Grand Old Opry. <laughs> of course it is. What is that? Coming up in March. We need to get him and Jason Kelsey on there together. <laughs> Because Garth Brooks announced that he will only go to his own bar's opening if Jason J, uh, Jason Kelsey's there to sing Friends in Low Places. <laughs> like, it's your bar. Shouldn't you be there as the owner? No. I believe that is on March 9th. Is when uh, March 8th or 9th is when um, Wayno's going to be on the stage at the Grand Old Opry. Get your tickets now. Bush Stadium to Grand Old Opry. They will not sell out. How about that? You know, I when I saw that, I thought about going, but uh, I already have that blocked off for uh, Boys State, so yeah, that's I, true. I already have plans that weekend, so mm. I can't go. Yep. Otherwise, I'll, I'll hit it. I would hit it up here, at Wayno. Missed his concert in St. Louis. Yeah. I think I had something going on that day too. Alrighty, I'm, I'm <laughs> not humoring you anymore, Travis. Uh, on the state, 2014, number one Syracuse lost to number five Duke. Jim Beheim is ejected after storming the court. But more importantly, Travis, on this date in 1980, the miracle on ice. Yep. Happened on this day. Everyone forgets that was not for a gold medal. No. That was just the medal round of the tournament. Mm-hmm. They still had to beat Finland. But mm-hmm. Lake Placid. Yep. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yes. Greatest moment in U.S. hockey history. One of the greatest moments in American history. Yes. Great yeah, movie, too. I, I would put that up there with the Dream Team crushing everybody in 92. Because it was the first time pro athletes from the U.S. were allowed to compete in the Olympics. Yeah. And they destroyed them. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was just so much uh, significance with yeah. just the Soviets like were so oh, yeah. dominant for so long on and the where ice we and then yeah and the cold war and stuff yep. yeah yep it's huge yep so there you go that was the stain sports history and you're right they they beat russia and then they had to win the gold medal game yep. so yep. man what if we didn't win the gold uh, medal game would it still be remembered so fondly i don't think so <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably not as fondly, but 
always be known as, mm-hmm. yeah, but they lost the gold exactly. medal game. But we don't have to worry about that because they did. They did. They took care of business. And they saved America. Yes. I don't know about that. <laughs> saved America. From the USSR. Yep. Um, Alrighty, I got nothing else. All right, I think I don't have anything either, so I uh, better just uh, go ahead and uh, close her down. So Alrighty. I gotta get off running to a game tonight. You do? Sectional championship. Hey, good luck to you. Altamana versus Salt Fork. I, I say it like you're doing anything, but you know, I know, I know you're right? announcing, but it's a... <laughs> I should move. Team I wish effort. the Altamont girls good luck yeah. and all other area teams good Team luck. Team effort. Yes. Team effort tonight. The only way to do it is to get it together. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So uh, we'll try to have their area teams bring it home uh, tonight, and we'll talk about it tomorrow and get you set for the weekend as well. We got another NASCAR pick'em. Coming up because we got NASCAR this weekend. Yes, we do. Hopefully a weekend. We do. Weather's nice. Right. Good. It's gonna be hot in Atlanta. Very well. Seventy four, I think. Hmm. Very well. So mm-hmm. we'll do that tomorrow as well. Until then, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading, and uh, peace out.